Princess Zatasha, I'm going to call her Zatasha, is a well-known social advocate in Malaysia. She's the royal patron for Make-A-Wish Malaysia and president of Alliance Francaise in Kuala Lumpur. So I'm going to put all her amazing accolades in the show notes. She's a high achiever and a woman to be celebrated. I know Satasha from our shared passion for Les Mills classes and mainly the dance programs Shabam and Body Jam and more recently from her joining my bar workouts first through the online classes and then finally in the flesh in the bar studio. I just knew we would click. Anyone who looks that cute and sexy posting her post-dance workout selfies and promoting the benefits of fitness and dance is going to be a friend of mine. The first time we met, we deep-dived into the crazy changes that we were both experiencing from perimenopause. I was naturally a bit shocked because there was no way that she could be at that age. I think we're all a little shocked when those symptoms creep up and you are physically and mentally not ready to process it let alone where to get the information you needed to figure it all out. We went back and forth comparing symptoms and scenarios. At the end of the day, we are all going to experience it, and Zatasha was so open and authentic to her experience. She is a young heart, old soul, and compassionate human. Let's listen to how she maintains that incredible youthful outlook on life and how this so obviously affects her joie de vivre. Okay, so how I met you was I actually, you, you don't know this, but I went to KL Fashion Week one year and you were there and I thought, who is that hot woman? Um, she's gorgeous. And then someone said, oh, she's one of the princesses of Malaysia. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. She's like totally into her fashion and everything. I mean, you rocked it. And actually the same KL Fashion Show um, one of my dear friends was rapping <laughs> on the, wow. the catwalk. So, honey, um, so I think you were there at that show as well. And um, that's the first time I actually saw you. And then we connected, I think, through Instagram. Yes. Because, well, we may have met through Les Mills, a dance class, one of the Shabam or Body Jam classes, but I don't think we might, I'm not sure if we were introduced or not. No, that's right. And I think also we had friends in common. So it was like, I just knew of you from way back then. You know, a lot of people spoke about you and, uh, you know, whatever. And and vice versa. I mean, I I saw photos of you with one of my good dance friends and I was like, oh, she looks cool. (laughs) You know, like you're in your your workout gear, your dance gear and stuff. So I think why I sort of connected with you was through dance. You know, the love That's of right. music, the love of dance. Um, and so you're doing Shabam and Body Jam, and I adore those programs. And then you joined one of my bar classes virtually because we couldn't have our in-studio classes, obviously. Uh, yeah. Pandemic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lockdown, <laughs> workouts. <laughs> and then finally you actually showed up in person, and yeah. I felt like we just clicked and we did. <laughs> it was like it was like we'd already had this relationship and millions of conversations I would send you voice messages through Instagram so um and I think one of the things that stood out for me and the reason why I wanted to interview you today was we just dive straight into what it feels like at our age our yes <laughs> age to what what the changes the cha- kind of changes that are happening to our bodies and things that um, are going on that maybe we're not 100% sure about 
Um, so I just felt like there was a real connection with you. And um, so do you want to tell and share some of the things, <laughs> if you're happy to? Because like we Yeah, were, yeah, sure. So well, actually, what, too, what was really... Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, you know, I know that a lot of people find it like a taboo, but I'm always like, you know, I always say this thing. I said, 20s is the age where you're like trying to figure things out. <laughs> 30s is like you're trying to prove yourself. 40s, you really, you already don't care. You're beyond that. You don't need to prove yeah. anything. And you you are fearless. So, you know, that's what I would say about our 40s. And, uh, and to be honest, my age is not a secret because every year the newspaper actually writes my age. So it's like, you can look it up on Wikipedia, but I just won't say it. <laughs> you can look it up on Google, it's there. I mean, <laughs> so I can't run sure. away from that. I mean, when you told me, I was like, no freaking way. Let's <laughs> so say I'm in my 40s, uh, that end of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's always something that we always tease when I'm in my gym classes as well because my instructors also know and I they always there's they always have a nickname they call me granny <laughs> because what? it's like I know but as a joke you know it's like yeah. so it's like yeah because we we embrace our age and it's a whole group of us girls and we're like we don't you know we're having fun we enjoy our workouts we we go every day to the gym and uh, yeah, we embrace that. It's like, yeah, so we, we, you know, I always think like age should not be a factor to limit you. Yeah. And, um, you know, you shouldn't be able to say, oh, you know, I'm now at this age, I've got to take it slow. I've got to, you know, uh, chill out or, or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm for that whatever reason. It's like, no, this is the time where each time you prove yourself that you can be fitter, stronger, faster. You know, whenever I do my races, my runs, I do 10km runs and um, 5km runs. Each time I go out and do a race, I have to beat my PB. It's just like a thing, you know, is that like I've got to be my personal best. And everyone's like, oh, you're a lot older than me, but you, you know, you're in the veteran category. I'm like, yes, I'm in the veteran category, but you know, 10 KM, I do 104. So I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to be the sub one, you know? So it's like, you'll get there. Yeah, yeah, no, but now I've sort of stopped running. So I do, I prefer a lot of the, I do a lot of the Les Mills um, workouts. Yeah. And Tracy, as you know, I'm also a Shabam instructor. That's a really ooh, ooh, funny ooh. story, actually. Yeah, yeah dance. Hear that. <laughs> let's hear that story. Uh, well, basically, uh, you know, I was like, um, I was enjoying dance, but actually Shabam was one of the later programs because I started with Body Step. Then I was so into Body Combat. Uh, which is the mixed martial arts and um, before you know it I started doing shaban slowly and I was like a little bit awkward like uh, you know dance is a bit weird right you need to figure out the choreography but I enjoyed it and the more that you do something the more that you practice the better you get and you know the more you let go so someone said you know you should do the shaban the Les Mills um, IMT training which is the instructor's training and in my head, I thought, okay, why not? Let me try. Uh, but I had no intention to teach. I was just like, you know, maybe it's just to level up my skill. So, of course, I'm like the oldest by far in that group. <laughs> okay. Whoops. I was like, and then when people like asked the age, they were like, no. I was like, yeah, it's never too late to learn. <laughs> you know, that's how I always say it's never too late to learn or do something that, you know, you, you enjoy. So, I did the IMT and uh, Ken, Ken Mun, as you know, is, was my trainer and he was brilliant. And he said, no, you should take it further. You should go and do the mentorship at Fitness First. So that's how it started. I was like, okay, yeah. I'll do the mentorship 
but I won't teach. It's still, it's still in my head. There was this block, like I'm not gonna, you know, why would I get up on stage and teach people? It's just, I'm doing it because I love it. And uh, before you know it, I did my mentorship and I started teaching. I started doing replacement class. I started having a permanent class. <laughs> I was doing launches with Uchop, who was our amazing presenter. Yeah. I was doing Reebok events. And I was like, where did this suddenly start from? You know, even my husband was like, I thought you were just going to do it for that. I mean, I didn't know you were going to take it to the next level. Yeah, <laughs> so, you took it yeah. to the next level. I took um, it to the next level. <laughs> that high achiever thing, it just doesn't stop. <laughs> you know, you got to give 200%, right? <laughs> so yeah, I did my right. AIM-1, I did my AIM-2, which is the advanced module training, learned a lot about myself. But one of the interesting things when uh, my trainer was like, uh, Arnold, who was doing yeah. the AIM-1, he said, what's holding you back? And I was like, well, what, is, what does he mean? He goes, something's holding you back. You know, this is on the feedback evaluation. So I was like, okay. I mean, I passed and, and all that. So I dug into my psyche, like what was holding me back? And I think it was so many factors uh, was um, who I was, you know, maybe as a princess royal, you shouldn't be dancing up on stage or teaching people. But yeah. it was something I was really passionate about and I loved. Uh, and secondly, maybe it was like the age factor. I don't know. Maybe. You know, like, why are you going to stand in front of like a whole bunch of 20 year olds and, you know, perform basically, <laughs> you feel me? 100%. <laughs> so, I feel that, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, uh, maybe those are the things that are holding me back and I needed to just let that go. Yeah. So that was one of my first steps, steps of just letting go and the change was there. So when I did my AIM 2, it was, it was just brilliant because I was just like teaching from my heart you know, to and connecting with the audience and not thinking, oh, how do I look? Or maybe I shouldn't be doing this. You know, it's just like, if you're going to do it, just do it. <laughs> and yeah, that's the, the, fearless, the yeah. fearless side, right? Yeah. It's just See, this do is it the if most, you want to. This is the most special story and the message is that, you know, you've got to dive deep and tell yourself, you know, or ask yourself, what's holding me back? You know, because you found something that gives you joy, that gives other people joy, and there's no age barrier to that, right? Exactly, exactly. And love for movement and dance, and that's what you've brought to people, you know. And I know that you recently stopped teaching, and obviously there's a whole lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> COVID being one. <laughs> COVID was like, COVID killed my career. <laughs> that ended my Shabam teaching, which I do miss. I do miss well, it a lot. for now. Like, you might ask that question. You might go back and do another class with Uchop next minute. You're on stage. <laughs> Maybe. And I think that's probably the most special message from you is that, you know, even you will ask yourself for all the things that you've been able to achieve and all the things that you're still doing, which are amazing, um, to ask yourself, you know, why am I questioning myself about this? That's right. And, you know, why am I letting my age hold me back? Um, yeah. So I think it's, you know, really unique and special. And thank you for sharing that. I think that's also, it brings to mind um, finding something that makes your heart sing and keeps you young at Absolutely. heart. Absolutely. Yeah. And dance does that, you know, a lot of people, people, <laughs> I mean, you're a dancer, so you would know, but yeah. a lot of people feel like, oh, I can't do it. You know, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, I'm saying you're overthinking. 
Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you're not following or if you're not, you know, on the same page. You, we, you shouldn't compare. That's the thing, right? You shouldn't compare yeah. yourself to others. That's it's right. how you feel. It's how mm -hmm. if you feel like, oh, wow, I love this music. It's just making me let go. And uh, I'm having fun, smile, sweat and having fun, which is what Shabam's all about. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's, that's what, that was always my message in class. You know, is it don't don't compare yourself and you know, no one's looking at you. <laughs> and I always say, you know, when I'm dancing here at home and doing my home workouts, I like, yeah, dance like everybody's watching. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like you're the star of the stage. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> you know, if you put on the, on your Instagram live then and did it, everybody would be watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you got reality and expectations, right? Yeah. So it's like whoops. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, but I think also MCO, uh, you know, with the COVID-19, um, being stuck at home, that also brought a lot of changes because, you know, it's like suddenly I wasn't as active as before because right. before I would go to the gym, I walk everywhere, um, you know, every day, suddenly we're at home and it's a sedentary life. And even if I do a home workout every day, which is what I do. That's yeah. only an hour. It's not much, you know. <laughs> and um, so then suddenly, like all the changes were happening. You, you know, another birthday passes, and you're at home with <laughs> the birthdays. You know, and, I had my fiftieth in lockdown. Oh, that's crazy, right? <laughs> I managed to, you know, I think it got past. Sorry, interrupted, but I managed to get past um, so we could have up to twelve people in the house. And so I did manage to celebrate a 50th and I'm, I'm feeling really grateful, but it was not the sort of Ibiza dance party I envisaged. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, I think when I turn 50, I won't be doing any parties. You'll just have me, you know, suddenly <laughs> off radar. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> That's what she says. That's what she said. Yeah. That's what she said. But um, yeah, no. And then with MCO, that a lot of things, you know, physical well-being was put into question, mental health. So I was doing a lot more of, um, you know, meditation, and uh, and then I was like, wow, you know, like hormones. So I was like, you know, I mean. At the end of the day, is it stress related that you're at home not doing the things that you normally are used to doing? So yeah. there was this massive change. So everything sort of, you know, threw that into question. And then I realized like, you know what, just just live with it, let go, accept. You know, it's all about acceptance. So a lot of people try to fight their age, you know, want to look younger or or this, you know, it's just like accept it. And there's a lot of role models out there yeah. uh, who look amazing, you know. It, look, look at Jennifer Lopez. She's she's like <laughs> idol. Shakira, I, I don't know how old she is, but she, you know, yeah. she's still rocking it. Those Kylie girls are solid. Yeah. yeah, you know, even like my favorite, I love Aussie girl, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> she's still, <laughs> she's still looks great, you you know. I mean, yeah. rock those gold pop pants, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah. I actually use that song in my bar class to motivate people, but since everyone's coming is around 20 years old, they don't know the song. <laughs> you know, you know, when I teach Shabam and I make reference to Madonna, they just look at me and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I gotta change it to Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know when there's that age gap yeah. like, you know, you've got to work it like in Madonna express yourself and they're like what Where what Vogue <laughs> Vogue what yeah. go back to Wikipedia oh, okay. <laughs> Lady Gaga you're yeah. all familiar with that <laughs> or Blackpink now it's all K-pop right that's right that's right and they don't 
well, I probably I'll save my opinion on that. So something to do with talent, what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> what's your top tips that you can give our audience for feeling young other than dance? I think this is our shared passion. And I think definitely the two of us can say that dance keeps us young, right? Not only through yeah. the music, but the way that it makes you feel. So what's yeah. your other top tips that, you know, helps you feel I think, young? I think definitely to do, to, to do things that make you happy. You know, you've got to let go of all the stuff that, you know, when we went through our 20s and our 30s and all of that, you know, now when you hit your 40s is when you're like, I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> it's about, you know, owning it you know, <laughs> and uh, being fearless about it. And so I do, you know, I read my books, you know, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, I do a lot of uh, what else, you know, being active, I think, yeah. it's about keeping you young. And I know that's really hard during home lockdown, <laughs> you know, to be active, like how do, and I think that was one of the things that I, I struggled with last year was like, you know, I'm such an active person. A lot of people still call me like, you know, the energizer bunny, <laughs> you know, and then suddenly like we're at home and I'm like, oh, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 it's not easy. So yeah, so I think it's trying to find new ways, accepting it, letting it go. Um, and do what makes you happy. If it, it makes, if it's cooking, if it's, uh, you know, I don't know, reading or whatever, learn. I always say, keep learning. Keep you know, the, it's, it's, it's all about, it's in your mind. It's all in your head at the end of the day, right? So if you're able to learn a new language, don't think, oh, you know, maybe I'm like too old to go to class. <laughs> no, there's no such thing. Go, yeah. go learn something, you know, keep the mind active, keep your brain active. And, uh, you know, that, that, that keeps you young, you know, I think. Yeah, I agree. Hey, talking about books. And um, so I just finished this one and I was going to recommend it to you. It's called All the Young Men. So That's I'm not great. sure if you read that one. And we are sharing book recommendations to each other. But do you have a book that you would recommend right now that sort of touches your soul and talks to about to woman, you know, in our vintage. Is there any books that you can, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of um, great autobiography, like memoir books out there, I think, you know. I mean, I think one of the great ones that is still really inspiring is Michelle Obama's Becoming. Yes. That one is, yeah. is, uh, is a reason there's a top seller and it reads and writes really well. Um, uh, but I also think, you know, there's uh, some some sort of, you know, fiction fiction novels and they really dig deep. And one of my favorite ones last year was Where the Crawdads Sing. I know it sounds like a really weird title. Yeah, uh, you've got to look for it. It's a beautiful story about this girl. And it's I won't give too much away, but it's she's pretty amazing. This yeah. story about this girl is pretty amazing. So Where the Crawdads Sing was my favorite book last year. But there's also others like um, this memoir by uh, called Educated. I read Educated. It's another woman, uh, you know, empowerment. Brilliant, right? Yeah, brilliant, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so Educated, I loved. There's, there's so many. Yeah, educating yourself through adversity and, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to add all those recommendations in our show notes so that the readers can look for them and, you know, be inspired as well. You've been such an inspiration to so many women, you know, not just in Malaysia, but all over the world. I mean, here I am sitting in New Zealand and my heart is beaming. It's been <laughs> such an honor to interview you today. And um, let's stay in touch. <laughs> thank you. No, it's uh, thank you so much for having me. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this podcast. I think, you know, when we can talk about things so freely, 
it's, uh, it's, it's what is important because a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, I, I can't talk about it or, you know, because, you know, like if you're going through perimenopause or menopause, all these things, it's like, oh, it's like a, you know, a hush, hush words and, yeah. you know, you just got to, you know, stay quiet and, you know, Google it. <laughs> so, you know, like. You just get confused by whatever you read. It's called, per- it's yeah. called menopause because it's made up by men. So oh, right. I like that. Right. Pause button. Yeah. Yeah. And putting a pause on the rest of your life. Um, yeah, it's not it, I mean, 50% of the world are about to experience it. So, um, you know, we're just going to yeah. open the doors for them. And, and to be honest, I think I'm a lot happier nowadays than I was when I was in my 20s. You know, I'm yeah. a lot freer. Um, and I'm more sure of myself. I know what I like, and I don't know what I don't like. So it's like, you know, and yeah. quite quite happy to vocalize it too if you don't like it don't look yeah (laughs) I love some I mean you posted today on your Instagram a absolutely drop dead gorgeous of you a picture of you in a shongsam celebrating Chinese New Year you were sexy and on fire and that's what this is all about so thank you rock it (laughs) thank you so much thank you Tracy we miss you here in Malaysia I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed hosting it. I love that there are so many generous women willing to share their story and expertise to help and inspire all of us going through the mire of menopause. If you enjoyed this episode, please check the show notes to follow my guest. All their details are there. And if you want to stay connected for further episodes, please like, subscribe, review, and of course share with your friends. It's through your support and feedback that I can continue to produce episodes. Aroha nui.